Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. And hello there. Bink Sunday. A little bit different starting on the half hour instead of the hour, but things have changed. All right. There's a reason for everything, all right? So instead of staying till 11 a.m. and then handing the torch over to Josh Vernier for Vern's On Deck show, that won't be happening. Although I will talk to Vern at 11 o'clock because the Royals game has been postponed in Cleveland. A doubleheader uh, to be made up on September the 20th. So Kristen Ocero here with me. Chris, this is... uh, this is what the Royals needed, actually. Eight straight losses against Cleveland. Um, Salvador Perez, back tightness yesterday. Carlos Santana with the wrist banged up. Today's a good day. Today's a good day just to bag it. You know, go in the All-Star game, hit the reset button, just do it a day early. Yeah, they they really need a, a reset right now. So I, I, I'm pretty sure those guys are breathing a, a nice sigh of relief, being able to dip out of Cleveland and then go over. Some of those guys obviously are going to go over to uh, Denver for the All-Star game. And a lot of these guys are just going to come back here and chill for the next I'll few I'll be honest days. with you. I, I, I was wanting to hear from Mike Matheny, though, because I was actually interested. You know, why would you be interested in a, in a pregame press conference this you know, with, with the team losing 15 of 18 and 27 of 34. Very simple. Salvador Perez won that update. You know, he wasn't going to be in the lineup today, by the way. Like, Sal Perez was not going to be in the Royals lineup today, was going to get a day off, and so was Carlos Santana when the lineups were originally out. But uh, both those guys got a little nicked up yesterday. Salvi with the back tightness, Santana with the wrist. So, Witt now is the only Royal to start every game which he's done now for 396 straight games. We'll get to Whit Merrifield in a little bit because he had his press conference yesterday for making the All-Star game, and I'm happy for the guy. I'm happy for the guy for for many reasons, and I'll explain that in the next segment. But Royals looking to avoid that four-game sweep in Cleveland, so it will not happen today, although it will be considered that first game of the doubleheader still part of this. Um it's been a minute. The Royals were last slept, swept in a four-game series in Cleveland on June 2nd through 5th, 2016. The Royals slipped to 17 games under 500. Again, this is probably not the worst thing in the world for the Kansas City Royals. They can get out of Cleveland, start the All-Star break early. Salvador Perez with Merrifield can casually go to Colorado now and get that whole situation, get that whole situation um you know, get rested up for the home run derby. I just hope Sal's in the home run derby. 
Like, I hope that back tightness, because he did hit that home run yesterday, did the back tightness, because that's what – that was like the silver lining Royals fans needed this year with Salvador Perez in the home run derby. That was going to be part of the fun with him in the derby. It's great that the Royals have two members going to the All-Star. Whether you like the All-Star game or not, it doesn't mean anything anymore. The game used to, to mean some. Of course, it doesn't mean anything now. But, you know, growing up, I like to flip on the All-Star game, see your guys represented – from your team. Now, they are going to wear those weird jerseys this year. This is the flip-flop. They used to wear uh, different type jerseys in the home run derby, the batting practice. And then when the game started, they'd wear their actual baseball uniforms that they always wear. Not doing it that way this year. They'll wear those in the home run derby, and then they'll wear these um, these new uniforms. Major League Baseball likes doing this with hats, with uniforms. You name it, they like coming up with uh, different and unique <laughs> uniform combinations. But to be honest with you, it's not the end of the world either for sports fans because this is actually a very good sports day. And this afternoon was going to be a log jam because you got the Kansas City Royals. If you're a huge soccer fan, you get Eng- England and Italy at 2 o'clock in the Euro champ- Championships. Uh, if you're a NASCAR fan, you have the Quaker State Atlanta 400, 230. The Major League Baseball draft is tonight. But... Guess what's at 2 o'clock as well? The Major League Baseball Futures game. And right now with the Kansas City Royals, it is about the future. And it is about, uh, well, I guess it's it's salvaging the 2021 season because I think there is still some importance uh, the Royals can accomplish going forward. But the Futures games today at 2 o'clock, Bobby Wood Jr. and Nick Prado in the Futures game. Now, none of you are shocked at all that Bobby Wood Jr., is in the future futures game this year. But Nick Prado is a guy to me that is a fun story because he's now on everybody's radar. He's not on MLB, MILB um, top 100 radar. We're looking there at uh, Bobby Witt Jr. at seventh. Uh, Daniel Lynch is 21st. Ace Lady is 22nd. Jackson Coar chiming in as the 96th best prospect. But then there's Nick Prado. He was the first-round pick of the Kansas City Royals, pick number 14, back in 2017. Now, I remember vividly in 2018 that Lexington Legends, that's no longer a Royals minor league team, it's Columbia and Quad Cities now, but that Lexington team won the South Atlantic League. Guys like Nick Prado on the team. Guys like MJ Melendez. And he was raking for that team. He was doing extremely well. As a matter of fact, that year he hit 280, 14 home runs, 62 RBI, on a team that won a championship in low A. The next year he goes to Wilmington. Again, not a team that's an affiliate of the Kansas City Royals now, where some guys do struggle. He struggled. Hit 191, nine home runs, 46 RBI. This is at Wilmington. Of course, last year, minor league baseball was bagged. He did not get a chance to play a minor league season, but he was at the alternate site. And we can look at the alternatives that they had there at the, where the Monarchs play in KCK, the former T-Bone Stadium. Is not a lot of success stories you hear about the alternate site because sometimes it hampered guys because you see guys getting called up. Jared Clinic, you know, an example, the fourth overall prospect for the Mariners, got called up, went on oath for 39 stretch. They sent him back to AAA where he is now. Some of the pitchers, the development of the pitchers playing an alternative camp, they're seeing the same guys each and every day. I can't say it all. It benefited Daniel Lynch. Um, 
a full season of minor league baseball last year would have helped Daniel Lynch. Seeing the guys over and over, the same guys, did not help him. Comes up here, tipping his pitches. He's back in AAA. But Nick Prado is really emerging now for the for the Royals in the system. He's now becoming a household name. And a lot of people kind of forgot about Nick Prado. Because there he was, the first-round pick in 2017. Then everybody's talking about the 2018 draft class. Because you had Lynch and Coar and, and those guys. And, of course, more recently, Bobby Witt Jr., Asa Lacey. Uh, not in that 2018 class, uh, the classes before that. But Nick Prada was kind of a forgotten guy. But here he is hitting 276, 14 home runs, 42 RBI at Double A Northwest Arkansas. And he and Bobby Wood Jr., of course, friends down there. So, again, the core coming up could just be like another Mustakas Hosmer situation where they're buddies, they get called up. Maybe. Time will tell. J.J. Piccolo. Uh, the assistant general manager of the Kansas City Royals, joined uh, Cody, um, not this Friday, the Friday before, about Prado and Witt in that Futures game that'll be this afternoon at 2 o'clock. They've been there before. Not necessarily, obviously, the Futures game, but they, they've played in all these high school All-American games, and you know this that environment's not you know something they've never experienced before. So they'll, they'll handle that just fine. Uh, but it, it is an organizational win. You know, everybody gets one player to represent the organization. But when you get multiple players, there's only going to be a few teams that have multiple players. So it's a, you know, it's a great thing for us. Really proud of, of Nick and Bobby for what they're doing this year. Nick in particular, you know, coming off the, the tough year in 19 and putting all the work in he did last year and last off season and just taking it right into the, into 2021 uh, as a testament to, to his resiliency. Uh, so really happy for him and, and Junior just keeps, you know, doing great things on the field. And, you know, just even looking at like last night's game, you know, he's one for four and it looks sort of pedestrian, but he had three RBIs, you know. So the three RBIs, man on third, less than two outs, you know, his even his outs last night were productive. And, you know, they're the types of things we need from winning players, and, and Bobby's certainly one of them. So the Futures game is today. I actually like watching this. Remember a few years ago, Sidley Matias was in it. Now, whether the Futures game – if guys end up having a future or not, usually they do. I mean, you go here's something eerie, Chris, for you. That 2012 Futures game that was in Kansas City when Kansas City had the All-Star game. Do you know what was so eerie about that Futures game? I mean, this is really weird when you think about it. Pretty sure Ventura was in that, right? It's not. Yeah, it's Ventura and it's. Was it Jose Fernandez too, right? Yes, Fernandez was yeah. in it. Tyler Skaggs was in it. Yeah. And uh, Oscar Tavares. Was that that's four people that have been lost? Yeah, you know, just since that 2012 futures not game even a in decade Kansas ago. City, it's weird. Like it's weird thinking about it. But the futures games are fun. But this, hey, Royals can watch. Royals fans can watch this, right? Games postponed in Cleveland. Watch the future. The future, not that you wouldn't anyway. But the future is going to be on display for the Kansas City Royals. Dylan Bundy was in that game, by the way. Garrett Cole was in that game. Jake Odorizzi was in that game. Taiwan Walker was in that game. Nolan Arenado was in that game. Nick Castellanos was in that game. Was Will Myers in that one? Or uh, did, had he already been called up? Uh, he had been in a game before. I don't know if it was because yeah. you can only do it once. Manny Machado oh, was in okay, that game. So you only do it once. Okay. Colton Wong was in that game. Will Myers was in that game. 
Okay, yeah, that was the Royals representative. Yeah. like I, because I, I, I remember. Well, I remember Doug because he, he was walking around the, uh, the the thing at Bartle Hall. The yeah, because uh, yeah, because I because I, I was like I remember like the, he was one of the guys that was on Showcase. It was him and, and Ventura for the Royals. Kristen Yelich was on that team as well. Man, they they, they had a squad back then. Usually they're like you know like evaluating the the minor league talent can be a crapshoot. was here. Yeah, it can be a crapshoot a lot of times evaluating the the minor leagues a lot of times, you know, those guys can kill down there and then they come up here and and into the majors and they struggle. But man, that was that was a, a jam-packed star-filled futures game. So blessing in the skies, the Royals fans don't have to flip back and forth. Well, they they will if they're soccer fans too cuz the Euro uh, Euro final is today. Yes. England and uh, Italy. Italy, yeah. That's, that's I'm a, not a big sucker. You're a huge sucker guy. I, yeah, I love the, I like I like watching the international stuff. Like I watch this. Didn't England didn't give up a goal like the whole time I except so. for one? Yeah, I think so. I think for one. Who yeah. you taking? England or Italy? Italy. Okay. Italy's got a lot of talent. Uh, they've I don't think they've lost a match in like almost fifty. It's like been almost fifty games they haven't lost. So I, I I'm taking I'm taking Italy here. Uh, though I will say this, England—they got a lot of swagger right now, and they're they're playing really well, and they're very confident. And like you know, people have been kind of calling that, "Oh, England's going to come back at some point." Yeah, they're back now. But they're 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 a huge soccer country. Yeah, they even what he thinks is what nineteen sixty six. Yeah, well, because the like they're they have like the 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 top league and whatnot, but yeah. they don't have all the best players. Oh, I know a lot of people they, from their they just top have, league. Are they from just all have over. so much yeah. money, so they can afford to get the best players from other countries. So they'll 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 afford to go and get the top players from like Germany, Spain, et cetera, et cetera. And, but now like they have a ton of really strong players that play in their league and play elsewhere. So that's the reason why they're doing really good right now. Well, anyway. So again, I'm telling you, man, there's log jam of sports today. Because at two o'clock, you'll you have that. You don't have the Royals to worry about now. So you got the futures game. If you're a NASCAR fan, you got that. And then you got the soccer, which I am a NASCAR fan, so I've got a lot of things to do. Then at six o'clock, we get the MLB draft first round. The Royals gonna get Kumar Rocker. That's an interesting story. It's a weird day to have it. You because they usually do it on Wednesday or Thursday, right? Yeah. So it, like it's weird that they're starting it on a Sunday. It, it, it's totally weird. MLB's changing. What this this draft when Dyson was drafted, it was fiftieth round, right? Yeah, I think it was then like it was, it was was like 48th or fiftieth, something like okay, that. Okay, so yeah. a couple years ago it was forty rounds. Yeah. Then then last year it was dropped down to five rounds because of the pandemic. Now it's up to twenty. So it's half of what it was. So again, you're talking, you, of course, there was some contra- contraction that went on with the minor leagues. but And not only that, next year they're talking about doing that, that, that combine type thing where the players go. It's like an MLB combine. But, no, the, the draft is usually done during the College World Series, that yeah, time frame. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's usually in June. So it's weird that they they pushed it back and did it this late. Because some of those players are getting picked and they're going out and pitching the College World Series. And their mind's like, hey, I'm a first-round pick. And then you got the teams going, <laughs> all right, now. Let's not blow out your arm. I mean, the Royals picked Jackson Coar and Brady Singer. They still had to pitch in the College World Series. And I'm sure there was an interest in their pitch limit in the College World Series. So you don't have that now. Then they were going to do it in Omaha last year. But then they bagged it because of the coronavirus. So this year, it, it was moving to the All-Star game. Alex Gordon's there. He'll make the Royals selections. Again, it, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's cool because games in Major League Baseball aren't going on when the draft is, which is good because I think it puts the attention on that. Now, whether anybody watches it, maybe, maybe not. They'll probably flip over to the Suns game tonight, game three. You already know. The Suns. You and already know. Going for that sweep. So there's just more sports going on today. 
But this, for me, Major League Baseball, capitalized on the time. I've always said this, Chris, because it always drove me nuts, being out the K, and the draft to be going on during a Royals game. And so the beat writers, you know, watching every single pitch for the Royals, now had to go in the hallway and, and, and for a date more press conference. When So they have to write a story on that and that. But now all the attention can be paid on. You know, Lynn Worthy and the company can sit there and, if we draft Kamar Rocker, can write stories. You know, there's nothing wrong with Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, uh, usually some primo pitching in Major League Baseball. See if it's Rocker or not. So it didn't look like he would be able to fall to the Royals. Now he's getting mocked by him all, all the time to the Kansas City Royals. I do not do a Major League Baseball mock, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a hundred percent sure you don't watch very much college baseball at all to do a month. You know what though? That's false. Do I you do actually watch? do you actually watch a lot I of do. it though? I, a lot of it, not, or just or just like the World Series? You know what? I've gone to a series before. Like I've gone to Oklahoma Sooners. I've gone to a series. Yeah, I, I watched the tournaments, Big Twelve tournament, SEC tournament. Yeah, and uh, yes, and then there was a, a reality show. It was not a reality show, but it, well, I guess it was. It was based on the Ole Miss baseball team where they. This year, where they followed him around and did all that, so I got kind of hooked on that on SEC Network. But I had a lot of fun watching the SEC baseball tournament. You know, guys like Robert Moore down there mashing in the dark and saw uh, Dayton Moore's kid. You know, so you watched that. I watched a lot of the Super Regionals. I would watch College World Series all the way from the uh, Regionals, Super Regionals, you name it. I'd watch it because I liked it. I thought it was good stuff. But regardless. There's a lot of baseball going on today uh, with the Futures game and the MLB draft. Royals game is postponed, so you won't hear from Vern. Actually, you will hear from Vern because he'll come on as a guest. We'll talk about Salvador Perez. A great question he had to Whit Merrifield yesterday in his press conference. But speaking of Whit Merrifield, he had a press conference yesterday talking about because he was a late addition to this All-Star game. His journey, what it means for him to be in this All-Star game next. Game Sunday. Ah, welcome back to Big Sunday. Pinkly <laughs> Chris and Sarah. Vern Salty, man. Why? What's he salty about? He doesn't have to work today, except for when he's about to come up here in about 13 minutes here on the show. <laughs> he said, just sent you both Matheny's press conferences. And I responded with, Matheny had two press conferences. <laughs> He said, no, both of you for me. For me. I said, that, that's a little bit confusing, man. That's like saying I dropped a vase on my foot and it broke. What broke? The vase of the foot. There's a term for this, but I don't know what it is. I understood exactly what he said when I saw the text. Because he, yeah, he texted both of us. Yeah, but I'm in a so hurry. So I figured that he was referring to the both of us. I get you. I get you. It's early, man. Last night was a long night watching McGregor. You are all. First off, it's not early. It's ten forty-seven. No, it's, it's not, not early. It's not early. <laughs> like, and it's not early. early for you because no. you are always up early. Anyways, I'm no. always up early too. But you are always up early. Well, I was doing Fesco for four straight days. Here, That's so what I'm saying. So it's not early for you. But I stayed up and had a few pops watching McGregor lose again. Too. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that whole show. Yeah, he's one of four in his last Ooh. five fights now, but he's still showing. Oh man, it's like he's still by it. You know. He was talking so much trash after, like, I mean, think about it. How many times have we seen athletes break their leg the way that he did? Like Dak Prescott last year. Uh, we've seen it. Uh, we, ha- we saw it happen with like Paul George years ago. Alex Smith happened. We've seen it happen so many times. How many times have we seen someone 
after that, like usually they're crying or they're like, you know, they're really down. How many times have you seen someone just sit there like talking trash, like just talking trash and, 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 you know, acting, you know, very charismatic after they break their freaking leg. You don't, but it went making $180 million last year, being the highest paid athlete in the world. The, because of the proper 12 whiskey, he had yeah. everything to sell of that. Yeah. Which I guess he sold. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, it makes sense now because yeah, it's he, blown up. But he's got, I mean. He's really rich, but still. That, like, was, the, that was the highest paid athlete we've seen, but he's a showman. The fact that he still was on the mat with a broken leg. His, yeah. his leg is an air cast, yes. and he's sitting there talking he trash to Poirier. Talk. Poirier was, was, you know, throwing shots at him after the fight, and then, you know, Joe Rogan comes over and sits down. It's just really a weird visual, him sitting down there with a the guy with a broken leg. And he takes the mic and just say, your wife's in my DMs. Like, that was just the most hilarious stuff I've seen at a UFC show in a long time. Well, well Poirier was, uh, was going around there, strutting around, doing the uh, – you know, the McGregor walk there. Yeah, yeah. He said um, he, he talked karma junk with him and stuff like that. Hey, here's the deal, though. McGregor did once knock out Poirier. I mean, it is. Yeah, a, years it, ago, yeah. And then, but McGregor's been knocked out twice, TKO'd by him. This was a uh, doctor stoppage, but yeah. still a TKO. And they, they, the last two have gone to Poirier. Now, they will fight again because when they fight, it does bring in money. Mm-hmm. Um, if McGregor loses this one, it will never happen again. There's no way. You lose three straight times to some dude, and you do it again. There's just no way. Oh, yeah. No, they're not going to book that again. Now, if but, he beats him, we got five, baby. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to get that fifth one if he beats him. But like, think about it. Like, And and here's the thing is, if you're Dana, you're probably kind of happy that it happened that way because they got the big payday last night. Mega and they're going to get another payday probably next year again from these two. And if Connor wins again, you're probably going to get that fifth payday at some point after, like, Connor's probably going to challenge for the for the lightweight title after that. And then if he wins, you're going to get your Dustin Poirier uh, and, and Conor McGregor five, which is going to be a big blockbuster fight too. Like that, that this feud might be printing money for the UFC for a little while. Here. And also T-Mobile Center, where the Knights play the Vegas Golden Knights. That's where they had the fights. Guess what? Chris, record attendance there because they can put people on the floor and everything. Now that you can't a hockey game, so obviously the attendance. You'd say, well, they, Knights were the Stanley Cup before, and they didn't. No, because you can put fans. On the floor. Anyway, huge payday. McGregor's a showman. And I know you're a big wrestling guy, Chris. Uh, I, I like the UFC and boxing. But when you can blend the two worlds of being a showman, not like Aaron Rodgers, who I think is boring when he was on the match, but if you can be great at what you do and a showman, that's cash. Like McGregor's cash. Yeah. Because he's a showman. He talks to talk. So... And like in in combat, he hasn't sports. walked walk lately. But it, yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't been doing a whole that, lot of the walking. But he's interesting, and people buy fights for interesting people. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's the thing, and that that's like one of the things about like in in combat sports, the most the the biggest money makers in combat sports, whether it be professional wrestling, boxing, or uh, or MMA, they're not the ones that are necessarily the best. They're the ones that are the most polarizing. So, like, Ch- like Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen was ripping off people for years. He got he got three big title fights. Two of them were not really deserved, and he made a lot of money just because he talks really well. Yeah, and that's, 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 what, that's what sparks your interest. Exactly, and so like that's how these guys, and that's what a lot of these guys in the UFC don't understand. Like, if you look at if you look at like Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather was always talking trash about his opponents, always because he knows that's how you get people to to buy pay per views. If you look at like the Paul brothers, Logan and Jake Paul, they talk a lot of trash about their opponents. 
because that's the best way you're going to get people to buy stuff because people want they, they want charismatic people to be competing in these sports. So it's like, why don't these like I, I hear a lot of these guys and they just don't say anything and they're boring and they're humble. Like we need some people talking trash in that sport. Well, you do. I mean, it's. The weigh-ins what sells fights. I mean, you know, when they get in their face, I mean, they love yeah. that stuff. They know why it's like hold them. I think people love that. The oh, press conferences, yeah. yeah. That's what sells it. And these guys both know. Like, both fighters the weigh-in. Like, you can't be mad at the other dude for talking junk to you to weigh-in. You know why? Because that's going to help put money in your pocket. Because <laughs> the, the, the excitement will be drummed up as far as that is concerned. By the way, Poirier said what? Karma's not a bitch. She's a mirror. Tim McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, was it Khabib? He came out there and he said, he said, good always wins versus evil on Twitter afterwards. Yeah. And you know, he's still salty about how Connor, Connor sold that fight. But like there's, if Connor would have came in and been humble, that fight would not have been as big as, as the way it was because he came out there and he talked so much trash about Khabib. Like I understand Khabib is, is, is still salty about how that whole thing went down. And like the post fight was amazing when you had people in the camp going out there trying to fight in the ring. That was so great. But like, that's what we need. We need more professional wrestling in MMA. And we've been getting a lot more of it with Connor and guys like that. That's what, that that's really what they should strive for in the UFC. The NFL needs it. I give Tom Brady some credit. He's running his mouth. Yeah. You know, Aaron Rodgers, that was, I mean, he needs some personality. I saw him at the, uh, the Tahoe yesterday where uh, Mahomes and Kelsey out golfing with Timberlake. I don't know if you're watching any of the, uh, American Century Classics, a lot no. of fun. I mean, they have fun at the golf course, man. They're all bouncing around on the course. Great. The fans, it's a party atmosphere. They love it. Mobus Kelsey, good to the fans, man. Timberlake, too. They're all going over the fans. That's what it's all about. By the way, we'll talk to Josh Vernier here coming up in a few minutes. But uh, but Whit Merrifield, this is how he found out. I don't know if you've heard this, Chris, or not. But this is how he found out he, he's in the All-Star game. Well, just Mike Matheny calling him in the office or anything. Is anything but. Uh, I was in the shower last night after the game and Mike came running in and told me and uh, nobody really let me get out of the shower. Everybody came in and congratulated me and hugged me, which was a really awkward celebration. And, uh, but it was, <laughs> but you know what? He didn't down. care. He didn't care. He's going to the all-star game. This is uh, what you happened. Couldn't wait. You couldn't wait 10 minutes. No, they couldn't wait, man. They couldn't wait 10 minutes. <laughs> they you, go tell what they're happy. Now, I remember Witt talking to Cody and gold. And they asked him what he's doing in the All-Star break because they, uh, I think Cody had asked him, you get, you get together with the, with the guys, watch your Homer and Derby and Sal. Which response was, Cody, it's the All-Star week, man. We're going to be resting and relaxing. Well, Mr. Consecutive Game Streak has to go play in this game. And you know what? He's thrilled about it as well because he's not a guy that would skip the All-Star game and even said so. But some guys are. It's how he got into this All-Star game because of a, Altuve not wanting to do it. I mean, personally, no, I, I don't think I, I don't think there's ever aside from maybe, you know, my wife delivering a, our, our kid during the all-star break. You know, I don't think there's ever a situation where I would skip out on the all-star game. Uh, I just don't, I don't, I don't see that happening. Granted, there's, I, I don't know this scenarios for other players or the situations that they're in. So I, I can't speak to them, but I know for me, it's something I wouldn't miss. It's a ball player, man. 2016, he had to be put back on the put on the 40 man roster. His journey is incredible. Like Whit Merrifield story. I know Kurt Warner's getting a new movie put out. Whit Merrifield has got a story in sports, man. We'll get to more of that later. But Josh Furnier, our Royals insider, next. Sunday. Football. 
energy drinks, beer, more football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Welcome to Bink at... Well, it's Bink Sunday. This this would have been... It's fun day. It would have been Burns on Deck show because the Cleveland Indians and Kansas City Royals has now been rained out, which is a good thing. It's a good thing because you know what? Reset button, man. September 20th, doubleheader. Hit the reset button. Watch Prado and Witt Jr. in the Futures game. Go watch and see if the Royals take Kamar Rocker tonight in the MLB draft. Sit down and watch England versus Italy today. Sit down and watch NASCAR. Sit down and watch the NBA uh, Finals. It's, it's a, a sports smorgasbord. Joining us now, who would be on right now, who's not, who gets the day off, his name is Josh Vernier. What's up, Josh? Can you say sports smorgasbord yes. five times fast? Smor- oh, God. I can't do it once. <laughs> <laughs> smorgasbord. He didn't even get one in. Can you no, do it? He sure Can did you do it, it Smiley? No, Sport, I can't. Smorgasbord. Sport, smorg- Can you do it, Chris? <laughs> I'm not going to do that five times. It's I don't, tough. Think, yeah, don't, I don't think that's good radio anyway. I don't think anybody can do it. Try it in your car. Let me know if you can do it. Do it safely. Oh, Vern. All right, so a lot of rain in Cleveland. This is yeah. actually a pretty good thing for the Royals, Vern. I mean, Santana was banged up yesterday with the wrist. Salvador Perez, the tight back. They weren't in the lineup anyway. Probably weren't going to play. Uh, you know what? Give Witt the day off. Give the team the day off. Let them get to Colorado. Let the team hit the reset button and whatever. But actually, this is not a bad thing for the Kansas City Royals. Actually, this is much needed. Yeah, uh, well, I, I mean, along those lines, I mean, if we're going to think like that, well, then the, the the rest of the season, it's not worth playing, you know? It, <laughs> Stop it. I didn't mean that. Well, that's what it sounds like. No! Because to me, I... I'm just saying one game, one day. I mean, this yeah, right now... No, right you're, now. You're, no, you're going into the break now, losers of four straight with but your you bullpen falling apart. You didn't have Perez okay. today, you didn't have Santana. What I'm saying is... What do you say all the, the time? Game. What do you say all the time about baseball? You stole it from Denny and you pass it off as your own. No. Expect the unexpected. No, I, I, t- I give credit to Denny every single time on that. Burn. Okay, but along those lines, expect the unexpected. Carlos Hernandez making his first start of the season. Yes. The team's without Salvi. They're without Santana. Yes. It has thing, Gerard Dyson hitting seventh. No, yes. I think they had a chance to win one today, go into the break feeling you know, somewhat good about themselves, but now that's been robbed, and now they're going <laughs> to. Without uh, prison, you know, Santana? Heads down. Come on, Vern. Those are hitters. Okay, well, Santana rakes in that ballpark. Sal Perez hit his 21st yesterday. You want to play a game without those two cats and say you have a good chance to win? Yeah. Yes, I do. Vern, Vern. What do you know about Eli Morgan? You know, I know the he's been bad. The guy that was going to start for Cleveland. I know he's been bad. But I know that okay. Cleveland had 13 straight games of not having a quality start. But somehow when they play the Royals, they did well. Yeah, they lost nine in a row before this series. Let's not act like they're world beaters and that it was, of course, going to end in a Cleveland victory. Now, I'm not willing to do that. You're going into the break, loses a four straight. I refuse to say it's a good thing. <laughs> well, you know what? We did, we disagree there then because they're going to make the game up. That's fine. I just think get guys healthy, hit that reset button. Forget about what happened this first half and go. And obviously, they'll be reminded of it on September 20th because they're finishing this game from the day. But. Regardless, Vern, the, for Royals fans, too, the Futures game would have been right in the middle of the Kansas City Royals game, right towards the end of the Royals-Cleveland game. They get a chance to watch Bobby Wood Jr. Nick Prado. These Future They're games, not going to watch the Futures game. They're the going to be they on won't. their phones. They'll see the highlights of what Witt and Prado did. Mr. Sunshine. Kansas City's not, not going to sit around and watch the Futures game. The hell they're not. 
<laughs> All right, well, I I, I can't sit well, they'll back probably and watch forth an and go, yes, they will. No, they won't. Oh, no, no. When Prado or Witt Jr., can you imagine if Bobby Witt Jr. or Prado smack a home run? I mean, Yeah, you'll see go. the highlight on Twitter. People are not going to sit around and watch the Futures game. I'm sorry. Bink, you're different. I'm different. 95% of the people listening are not like us. Most of the people listening are like Chris Unocero. Chris, are you going to watch the Futures no, game No, he's going to watch soccer probably. Yeah, I'll probably put of it course. on. No, you won't. He you will liar. too. He I won't. probably yeah. will. Yeah. I, look, I, I ain't got burn. nothing. I ain't got nothing better to do. I got the apartment to myself until the evening. The the Bucks and Suns don't play till like what seven, eight, something like that. So yeah, I, I might I might turn it on, but I'm not gonna like be a hundred percent undivided attention towards it. That's not gonna happen. You'll be sleeping on the couch. I probably will. <laughs> it's a good sports day, Bird. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. And, and, and I like giving you a hard time. I'm no, joking. No, I'm just saying it's a good sports day. Man, I'm going to be dialed in. Game. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yep. Not only that, Vern, 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock tonight, the first round of the MLB draft. Alex Gordon's there uh, to be the Royals representative. I think this is cool. I know they. That's what I'm fired up about. Yeah, see, here's the thing with the MLB draft. Listen, it always this is, used to be 50, 50 rounds where Dyson was picked, but. Then it was 40 rounds, and then it went down to five uh, last year. So it's It was fi- unlimited. It wasn't 50. It was unlimited. unlimited. But then they capped it at 40 like a couple years ago. Yeah, it was capped at 40, and then it went down to five last year, and now it's going to be 20 rounds. I think this is cool because usually they do it the um, at, during the uh, College World Series. It would have been in Omaha instead of uh, in, uh, in New Jersey. It would have been in Omaha last year. That was bagged, obviously. But this is cool, and I hope this stays a tradition. Because this kind of spotlights it, and I, I know Vernon's silly, but I always hated when beat writers and insiders like yourself would, you know, have to go in the hallway, hear from the general manager, right in the middle of a game, right, right during the middle of a game, something could happen, and you have that to talk about, or at least the writers talk about it more, that and the game. This is Major League Baseball spotlight time until the NBA Finals start, but at least they get an hour. Oh, I'm with you. I, I think it's a smart move by Major League Baseball, but it's also kind of ridiculous that it took them this long to make their draft a big deal. I think they've done a nice job with the uh, combine that they put together this year. I don't know how many people were interested in it, but it takes time for something like that to uh, look. It's never going to become what the combine is for the NFL, but I'm sure if you told football fans 20 years ago what the combine would be in 2021, they'd laugh in your face. But 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 now I'm. The combine is can't miss television when it comes to the NFL draft. I don't again. I, I don't think baseball's combine will ever get there, but I do think that the league has done a good job of, um, you know, highlighting the kids that are going to be among the top ten picked. Um, you know, uh, maybe I'm I, I am of course different, but but I do think that there is a little bit more uh, notoriety for these names than there has been in years past. I I feel like the average Royals fan can at least give you the names of those two Vanderbilt pitchers, and I think um, some diehard Royals fans might be able to name one of these prep shorts. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Stops. Or two. So, look, baseball needs to make the draft a big deal. They, they need to take advantage of this time where every sports radio host in the country is lamenting about how there's nothing going on in sports and it's the downtime yeah. of sports radio. Well, baseball needs to capitalize and to be honest with you, uh, I, I think the Futures game uh, needs to be separate from the regular games instead of the Futures game starting up at 2 o'clock, which would have run sure. uh, right along with the Royals game. I think they need to make sure all of these things are staggered and, and you don't see any carryover. Major League Baseball needs to own this week, and they're just starting to realize that, it seems. Yeah, I agree with you. You, you know, Vern, this has been near and dear to my heart. I've been talking about this for years about yep. making it an event. Yep. And when they had like Bo Jackson and those guys there in New Jersey, and I know they brought in like 20 prospects before. I remember never forget seeing Mike Trout slip down the draft because he was there because he's from New Jersey. He was there at the draft seeing him. It's kind of like an Aaron Rodgers type fall uh, when he was in the draft. But I've been calling for this because the NFL will take something as simple as a schedule release and make it a day, man. You know, they'll yeah. sneak out a few. You got people like Arrowhead Pride. The NFL's team. also king, like well, they, we mentioned. Well, they are, but they'll take any little Baseball thing and make it a big deal. There. Baseball well, that, will yeah, start games because overseas. because people love it. Yeah, but they'll start games overseas. They usually let Nick Saban steal their thunder during All-Star Week because usually the SEC Media Days is that week, and the Sports Center would lead with Nick Saban talking about yeah, Alabama that, that, instead of Major League Baseball. That's not baseball's fault. Binkley, that's not baseball's fault. That's what I'm talking about. Football's always going to be king. Look, Aaron Rodgers could make – the all-star game meaningless with one tweet, right? Aaron Rodgers could dominate this entire week if he wanted to. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid. These guys could take over the week if they wanted to with one tweet, with one news story. Uh, look, I mean, Frank Clark, I would imagine, is going to be the dominant story starting tomorrow morning on Fesco in the morning. It's not going to be Salvador Perez. And I would imagine uh, you, if you're going to list uh, the, the biggest stories right now in Kansas City, I, I have to imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, Frank Clark's probably number one, even over Salvador Perez, Whit Merrifield, and the disappointing first half for the Royals. I started with the Royals today, Vern. That's because you're... Uh... I'm just saying, I'll get the Frank Clark. There's a lot of Frank Clark. I'll be on with Cody tomorrow. We'll talk a lot of Frank Clark. But that's just because you're a positive guy. You don't you don't no. like to focus on the negative. And KU a lot of football's sports radio jacked up hosts, again. So we'll get that. Yeah, that'll take like precedent. That'll take precedent. <laughs> KU football. Yeah, we talked about Connor losing again. Did you play that fight, by the way? Uh, no, I dove into Carrington Harrison's likes and uh, watched <laughs> yeah, it that way. Exactly. That's it. I did it too. I'm not paying yep. for no UFC fight. Heck mm -mm. no. Mm -mm. Remember, remember the 2012 Futures game? I brought it up to Chris. 
just all the talent, like Garrett Cole in that game and Scooter Jeanette. It's just it's just a fun game that the two you Scooter were there. Jeanette. Well, I'm just saying, I don't, like Scooter. Don't I, mention I always, Scooter Jeanette with all the talent in this game. <laughs> I did that just to pitch you, you talking off. About? But Garrett Cole. I mean, your Donald Ventura and Will Myers were in that Will game. Will Myers was in it, but think about this. Four guys from that Futures game are no longer with us. Isn't that insane thinking about it? Tyler Skaggs, uh, Fernandez, Oscar Navarez, and Udonna Ventura. Four players that played in that game in Kansas City no longer with us. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's heartbreaking. It that, is. That's, uh, that's heartbreaking, and I'll never forget. That was the first time I spoke with Udonna Ventura. I asked him for an interview. He said yes. Uh, and then at that moment, I realized, oh, he doesn't speak any English. As he looked around and tried to find someone to translate, he was just so excited to speak with a member of the American <laughs> media. Uh, so he's sitting down, and he's just kind of smiling and nodding, and I'm you know, speaking in broken Spanish to him to try and uh, you know, break the ice somewhat. And then finally, uh, one of his teammates came over, tried to translate, and I'm realizing I can't play any of this on the radio, but <laughs> let me get to know the young man and uh, – uh, he was a um, he was a special young man, that's for sure. Never uh, never forget that down at the Bartle Hall, Machado and Dylan Bundy walking around together as teammates, peacocking around. You know, mm-hmm. I'd man. love to hear Josh Vernier's broken Spanish. I think that'd be hilarious to listen to. I took ten hours of it in college. I took it. I took it. Oh, I took wow. it in high school. I don't remember any of and it. And it broke me. I don't know, Chris. If you took, did you, how, how many years did you take? I took it in a couple high years of it. I, I think a couple I years think you can it. get by, man. I've, I've been I don't to, think so. I had to take ten hours to wow. get a BA uh, for ba- of, uh, Bachelor of Arts. Had to. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I went to uh, Cabo maybe 10, 12 years ago, and I was a different guy back then. <laughs> but, but some, but some of some yeah, of those hair. young women, those, those young women, they understood my broken Spanish. Oh, they they love they I'll love when they what. see guys like Josh Vernier speaking Spanish <laughs> down there in Cabo. Yeah. Yeah, they they did. I think they he's got did. that it was American money. A long money. time ago, though. <laughs> a long time ago. Vern, you did ask by, uh, Whit Merrifield had his uh, press conference yesterday, and you asked a, a question there um, towards the, right at the end. The last question, we asked two yeah. questions, but your 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 last one I thought was important when you asked Whit about always constantly being brought up as a trade piece, yep. and it start to weigh down on you. And he admitted it has maybe in the past where he's thought about it a little bit. Yeah. He seems like the type of guy that's able to compartmentalize things and just, as you say, do your job. Because yeah. even though it makes a lot of sense for Whit Merrifield to be a trade piece, it also makes a lot of sense for the Kansas City Royals to keep him as well with that contract and his versatility. He's kind of caught in between, you know, 27 years old he gets his shot, which is much later. Like he's had, he's had a Kurt Warner type story without a movie. Yeah, and without postseason success. Well, and he Kurt almost War- did in 15, but he wasn't called up to when they expanded yeah. the roster. Well, Kurt Warner he put him a 40 man, but he could have been. Kurt Warner's a Hall of Famer. He almost got yeah, the well, call I to come have, down here. I could have been, too. What are you talking about, could have been? He got the call yeah. to come down here. Then he goes, hey, you're not going down there, Whit. Listen, I love Whit Merrifield. Don't compare him to Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner has a gold jacket. All right. Okay. I'm talking about a guy in Whit Merrifield that's got more hits than anybody in Major League Baseball, anybody at that game since 2018. The third yeah. guy since World War II to lead a league in hits and stolen bases. He belongs there. It just nobody knows who he is. They know who he is. His peers just voted him into the no, game. The, what are you the talking players about? know him. The people don't. <laughs> well, then the people are idiots and the people aren't dialed into baseball. <laughs> now that that's a problem that people don't know Whit Merrifield. No, baseball a- needs the idiots. That's true. That's true because God knows uh, football has plenty of idiots following them. Stop uh, it. But, 
But but your point about Whit Merrifield, I found it funny when he mentioned in 2018 and 19, he's like, man, I had apartments lined up in Chicago and San Diego. I was ready to get out of here. I thought for sure I was going to get moved. But I, I, I talked about this briefly yesterday on the On Deck Show. Let, let's, um, let's take a step back when we talk about Whit Merrifield being traded and let's understand uh, what kind of uh, value Whit Merrifield has. He's 32 right now. Next year, he'll be... Uh, 33, he turns 33 in January. So if you're going to acquire Whit Merrifield, you're basically bringing in a base-stealing hitting machine uh, that can play everywhere, is great in the clubhouse, is great on the field, is great in the community, is a great leader. Um, and He's again, Ben Zobris part two. Uh, it's actually, actually, like when the Royals brought him in, this is Ben Zobris part two. I think Whit's a better defender. I think Zobrist is a more dangerous hitter. So – I would pause on that on that comparison. Zobrist, of course, a switch hitter. I think Whit Merrifield's better in the corner outfield spots than Ben Zobrist was. Uh, but to acquire Whit Merrifield, you're going to bring in a year and a half of a 33-year-old do-everything ball player, and you're going to have to pay max $7 million for a year and a half of Whit Merrifield. That is an absolute steal. So if you're dating more, why would you accept anything less than a bounty? For Whit Merrifield. Because in trading Whit Merrifield, you're also acknowledging that, hey, 2022, we're not trying to make it to the postseason. If you trade Whit Merrifield, next year's postseason run is gone. Now, Whit Merrifield might be gone at the end of 2022. They, they could possibly lose him in free agency. So the question I think Royals fans need to ask themselves is, do I want to wave the white flag, obviously on this season, but do I want to wave the white flag on next season? If the answer is yes, well, then you better trade Whit Merrifield. But if you think this team has a chance to win next year, if you want this team competitive next year, uh, the only way you move Whit Merrifield is if you get a bounty in return because, again, all 29 teams in Major League Baseball would pay Whit Merrifield $7 million for 200 games of his services. You have a very valuable commodity uh, in Major League Baseball, and I, I don't think you should just give that away for pennies on the dollar. All right. So who is not in a Royals uniform at the end of the year in a different in a, in a different uniform? Uh, I mean, I I would think the only reason I'm pausing is I don't know if Jorge Soler puts on another uniform this season. I, I do think he gets DFA'd, and, well, yeah, he'll put on another uniform. Somebody sure. will take him egos are uh, out there they want they think they can fix you exactly 100 percent right I I, I I don't think he gets claimed on waivers because i don't think anyone's going to want to pay the few million dollars that they'll have to they'll make the royals pay and then they'll sign him to some uh, cheapo deal and hope that he can run into some home runs down in uh, miami or up in milwaukee or over in arizona um, so Jorge Soler is really the only name that comes to mind. I can't imagine you would get anything of note in return uh, for Greg Holland, um, you know, Scott Barlow, Jake Brents. You really you got a lot of control of those two. I don't know if you're eager to part with anybody in that bullpen, especially knowing uh, you still have, what, 76 games, 74 games to play, uh, 74 nine-inning games that you need to fill. I don't know where that pitching's coming from, so I don't know how eager you are to part with quality arms in your bullpen. So Jorge Soler is my only answer. I don't know if you know this or not, but you yourself have been traded to Cleveland. Damn it. Yeah. 
I hate Cleveland. Two broadcasters. It's not a nice little bounty we got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you guys got – I don't know who you got in return, um, but it's been real. I'd, I'd like to thank everyone. <laughs> At least you uh, get to talk Kansas about the, the about the Cleveland Indians. I mean, they're, they seem like a pretty decent team, I guess. <laughs> No, I, I'm not. A, I mean, the Browns, the Cavs. You, you get the Browns. The Browns. Good, you get the Browns. Man. You don't get the Cavs. You don't. The Cavs are not a. That's not a. That's not a good trade. I mean, at least right. I got the NBA. That's yeah. Nice. I mean, you got bad NBA, but you do have it. Yeah, I mean, I can at least see LeBron come home every <laughs> once in a while. I mean, LeBron used to live there, so it can't be all that bad, right? No, Cleveland's good. And he town. left twice. Well, he's like an, he's an I know you, I know you don't like Cleveland, Cleveland, but I do. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Vern, uh, the futures game lineup is out for today. Bobby Ooh. Witt Jr. leading off. Nice. Guess who's following him? The story of Jared Kalinick. <laughs> the guy that was called up, hits a couple bombs, goes 0 for 39, gets sent back to AAA. Kalinick is batting behind Bobby Witt. So that's the seventh and fourth best prospect in baseball. Well, the number one prospect, Wander Franco, how's he been doing? Um, He's been better than he was earlier. He was yeah, hitting under 200. I, I, yeah, I know when he when he first came up, I mean, looking at him right now, an OPS of 625, he's hitting – Couple bombs. Uh, two, he's hitting 211, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. We look at the number one prospect in baseball is struggling yes. at the big league level. So yes. let's just let Bobby Wood Jr. and Nick Prado make that jump to AAA after the All-Star break. If their confidence remains, if they continue to hit and field well, well, then maybe in September we see one or two of them make their big league debut. But let's be honest um, – it's not the end of the world if they don't get their debut in 2021 because I fully expect Bobby Wood Jr. to be in that opening day lineup 2022. Edley Rushman, as far as uh, big-time players, is batting third for the lineup. Nick Prado hitting fifth in the uh, Futures game lineup, Sweet. followed by Yulke Cespedes. That's the half-brother of Yenna Cespedes nice. uh, batting six. So, uh, and Spencer Torkel, uh, Detroit's uh, prime third baseman, Man. Betting eight, so you get a little future. What a lineup. I know. It's a big lineup. These features games are no joke, man. Maybe people will be interested. And you Riley Green's go- betting seventh. I was wrong. You guys were right. That, that's a <laughs> heck of a lineup. People better be dialed into this game. I know they should, Vern. But you can now because the Royals are postponed. So why not? You have no excuse. Watch yeah, Bobby Wood Jr. lead watching TV. Don't like going out to support him. But What's rainy outside? TV. <laughs> you can't mow today. All right, final question for you, Vern. No, I'm mowing after this interview. you kidding me? Yeah, All you right. better do it now. It's about to rain. All right. I am. Final question for you. As soon as you guys shut up. Yes, we'll shut up in just a second. Just bear with me for one second. <laughs> you were supposed to be working out anyway. That's uh, cool. So Aaron Judge is getting ready to round third in Houston. Oh. Of course, that was the big thing with Altuve and the, yeah. the, 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 you know, the jersey and maybe the microphone or anything. He trolls him. He hadn't spoke to him, by the way. Aaron Judge hasn't spoken to Altuve, which, by the way, comes to his knee. Hasn't spoken to him in a couple years. He rounds third, and he does. And people are freaking out like, oh, Aaron Judge is a mon-. No, no, Aaron Judge was trolling Altuve. But that was a beautiful thing. That was a beautiful thing. With Merrifield taking Jose Altuve's spot on the All-Star team is a beautiful thing because Jose Altuve ripped him off of an All-Star spot back in uh, 2018. So uh, nice to see that. Uh, Man, I'll be honest with you, though, Bink. I I, I do like this Astros team. Um, I I do look at them as, as one of the scariest teams, definitely the scariest lineup in the American League. Uh, But I want to start hating them because none of them are going to the all-star game no look i understand if your 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 wife is about to have a baby or if you're really injured but way too many guys saying thanks but no thanks to the this isn't the pro bowl right this, this, this isn't 
USA basketball in your uh, downtime. This is the all-star game, the thing that Willie Mays showed up to 20 times and Hank Aaron and Derek G- and that, that really starts to tick me off when guys like Jacob deGrom and Carlos Correa and the best of the best are saying thanks but no thanks to the Midsummer Classic. I, uh, I mean, LeBron still plays in the All-Star game. If LeBron's playing in his All-Star game, these guys need to be out there in Denver on Tuesday night, and unfortunately now 12 of them will not. Look, Ronald Acuna, okay, I understand you can't play. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, get your ass out there. Yeah, hopefully they carry the enthusiasm that Team USA is doing in basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, Nigeria. Yeah, the juggernaut, man. You don't just roll the basketballs <laughs> on the court and beat Nigeria. <laughs> Give them gold medals for that. Give them no gold question. medals already for that. <laughs> no doubt. Regardless, Vern, enjoy the game today. You can concentrate now on the Futures game. And uh, now that you don't have to uh, – Watch the Cleveland game without Perez and Santana lineup. I know you wanted to. They were going to win it. I'm just telling you. They okay, were you win say this that. Game today. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. You say that, but you take Perez and Santana lineup. I'm not so sure, Vern. Well, they would have won. Man, it's a good day off. Reset button, buddy. You hit All the right, reset man. button, too. I will. We need you for the second half. And you didn't get traded, by the way. Oh, thank God. All right. There you go. I don't jo- know anybody in Cleveland. <laughs> Josh Vernier, our Royals insider right now, who's looking at the Houston Astros differently. And I think Major League Baseball is because they're all cheating. Not just the Astros. I think the whole sticky stuff got over. Hey, the Astros just did what everybody else is doing, and that's cheat. Coming up next, an update from Mike Matheny on the catcher, Salvador Perez. Big Sunday. Welcome back to Big Sunday, Jay Bankley, Chris Uno, Sarah. The Royals game postponed today. Josh Vernier would be on right now for the noon game with the Royals in Cleveland. But you have the Futures game to look forward to it, too. If that's your thing, MLB Network, Bobby Witt Jr. leads off Nick Prado, betting fifth. Say something fun to watch, because I have a feeling people would have been <laughs> watching Bobby Witt Jr. anyway. You don't get to see the kid every day. Now you get to see him. You get to see him shine, and hopefully you get to see him in Omaha uh, very soon as well. Here's the manager, Mike Matheny, uh, giving an update on the team since the uh, game rained out today. Don't forget, Sal Perez left the game with back tightness. You cross your fingers, hope everything's good uh, for MLB, the All-Star game, the Home Run Derby, you name it. A little bit concerned because of the back tightness that everything was fine today with the rest. He was going to rest anyway. He was going to be out of the lineup. So was Santana. They were going to play without them today. Now they don't have to. Here's Mike Matheny. Um, Mike, I know it's probably not the way you guys wanted to end the first half uh, with a rain delay, but um, what was your uh, what was your message to the team as you guys go into this break um, and after what you guys have done this first half? Yeah, message is, um, <clears throat> first of all, you know, be careful uh, and enjoy your family. And uh, this is a well-deserved break. Uh, these guys have pushed hard and uh, that's, um, you know, trying to measure up with the expectations of teams uh, in the past. You know, how, how are these guys going about the way they're going about it? And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we point out that um, they've done really well. Uh, but there's some other things that we've got we've to fix. And so um, part of our communication is always going to be a bit of that. Here's what we do. Here's what we need to do. And um, with that being said, you know, making sure that, 24 of them um, 
give give baseball a rest here for a little bit and uh, make make family a priority and we're celebrating and happy for uh Whitney and Salvi and excited to have them represent us in the game um but after that kind of also just making it really clear that we're expecting to do some really good things this this next half when we get back be prepared um we got to work. Uh, we got we got to get better. And um, there's some things that we're doing well, but everything that we're doing, we can do better. And that's uh, going to come with effort. And that's uh, something I know these guys aren't afraid of. On those lines, um, do you have an update on Salve? I know he wasn't going to play. He wasn't in the lineup when you guys did send that out. What, what's he feeling like today? Yeah, he feels better. Uh, so it was good. Good news as he came in today that uh, – he was feeling much better. We were just talking about a guy um, that has been as uh, durable as anybody in the game. Um, you know, two of them, he and Whit both. Uh, Whit probably could be, could always use a day. Um, but uh, for those guys to be as resilient as they've been, and uh, that was being kind of protective of them today. But Salvi was good. He, was, he said he could have played. So there you go. That's the important thing. Salvi could have played. Expect him in the – he's not getting any respect in the home run derby. Not getting any respect at all. Major League Baseball ranked the eighth. He's the eighth. Just say it. Expect the unexpected, like Diddy Matthews used to say. I'm looking forward to the home run derby. I'm glad we have a participant. Need something. Need something for this season. The 17 games under 500. I'm okay with them having the off day today. They can hit that reset button a little early. They need to. Clear their heads a little bit. Come back for the second half. Be a different ball team. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. Good morning, Big T. Hey, morning, you guys. Just uh, uh, eating some breakfast burritos, soaking in some Bink and Christian and uh, whoever's uh, 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 engineering for you. Chris and Ocero, yeah, you hear him tomorrow night too. Chris, so so no cream dog in there, Grant. It's just you two. Okay. Hey, uh, so so I got a couple couple questions for you on this. Now, on Vernie, I agreed with about half. I I I agree that um, you know. We needed this game today. We needed to play today because, boy, there's stench, the stench that's coming out of this team. They needed to wipe that turd, flush that thing down the toilet before the All Star break. But maybe that's a good thing to have a day off too, rest up. But boy, I sure wanted to see them guys get in there and get a victory today to end this terrible, terrible, terrible first half. But um, but I did agree, uh, uh, and I, but I didn't agree with Severn on. Man, I'll be watching that game. Hell yeah. The futures, those, that's our future. If nobody's tuning into that's that, right. well, they're just not a damn Royals fan because what you've seen this first half, this will uplift you. This will make you feel good. Yes, it's about the future, Big T. It, it, it is. And damn it, you know, the future's here now. I don't want to hear none of this stuff go, oh, they might get a cup of coffee in September. No, BS. Let's DFA that turd. DFA uh, Solaire. Flush him down the toilet. Bring some young guys up. Bring some of them young kids up to see what they could battle in the bullpen. Kohar, I'm just afraid Lynch. You know, I, I lived with the Dan Reicherts and the Chris Georges. Hopefully, if he's not him, hopefully they can turn that around. But he is the 21st best up. prospect for a reason. I, I'm yes. I'm not so worried about Daniel Lynch. The dude's talent, his arm, everything. I mean, he's going to be fine, I hope. Man, I hope too, but boy – you know, and that, that that's something to talk about about these pitchers. Now, last year was that COVID, 
and they had promises. They had Singer pitched good, Bubich, uh, Keller, but but damn it, this team wants to uh, makes you want to punch a wall, Binks. They just want to make you punch a wall. But these guys, I don't know if that's their black eye season, their punch in the lip season. I don't know. I'm I'm willing to give them that. But boy, we got to straighten some stuff out. And and you know, I want to see this futures game. This is exciting to me. I want these guys to come up because now my next question, Bink, is kind of a selfish or uh, selfish question. Um, I, I, it looked like for a sh- for sure over and under hit, and, and, and money in Big T's pocket is now like, oh God, what's going to happen? And they got what seventy three left. I'm thinking they go thirty eight and thirty five. They get everybody healthy. They go on their little roll like they always do in the second half. The pitchers get healthy, and the bullpen's not as taxed. And Salvi's rakings, you know, and the, and the machine just is, is. They're starting to play like they did earlier this year, and hopefully get Montessi back. But I like to see those. Two kids come up to take Dozier and, and Solaire's spot. I don't want to wait for a cup of coffee in September. If, if that's the case, they're done already. Well, let's bring them up and get a cup of coffee now with these kids. So I know what Wander has done in Tampa Bay, but but Bobby Witt's not Wander, and maybe he could end up struggling like him. But if they do, they still have time to come up. Are you with me on the over being 38 and 35? Is that attainable? It, could that happen for Big T to get paid? And, you know, if nobody's watching uh, uh, the, the, the Futures game, you're just not a Royals fan. I'll be checking that out intently. I'll be watching the, the NASCAR, the soccer, and, and NBA later tonight. And, and, and this is for Salvador Perez. Let's go out there and win that home run derby. Choo-choo! Choo-choo-choo! There you go, Big T and Shawnee right there. Well, you'll be watching if you have MLB Network. So. He, was, he was talking about a lot of turds in that call there. I think those breakfast burritos are starting to get to him. I had one this morning. By the way, uh, we'll get back to the Royals here in a second. We take a break. Bubba Watson, you know, the golfer Bubba Watson, he just tweeted this out. Now keep this in mind. This, this, this is like a head scratcher, man. Because we all know that Tyson Fury and Wilder fight's been delayed, right, because of COVID. Yes. Bubba Watson tweets out, I am disappointed to announce I will not compete at the Open Championship next week due to having direct exposure to someone who has tested positive for COVID-19. However, this caveat, well, I am vaccinated and passed the required pre-travel test. Not enough time has passed me to comfortably join the charter flight and risk exposure to others. So we've seen this guy's been vaccinated and now with the exposure, it's like, man, he's a head scratcher. Like, damn, man. We can't yeah. Have I mean, Chris Paul missed the first two games. He's vaccinated, and he missed the first two games uh, of the Western Conference Finals because he got COVID. Yeah. Whatever. We'll take a time. Now we come back. Mike Matheny did give a story of maybe some positive outlook for the second half of the season, plus what Merrifield once again on his excitement and his journey to make the All-Star game next. Game Sunday. All right, the All-Star break is officially here for the Kansas City Royals. Rained out today in Cleveland, Jay Binkley, Chris Nocero. He can start pre-gaming for the Suns tonight at 7 o'clock as soon as we're done, like a, new, like a seven-hour deal. So be careful, man, because I remember last time he tried this and it didn't end up well. Oh, I'm not drinking anything tonight. Okay. That's not going to happen. Last time I drank, I... Uh, yeah, you tweeted about it. You so haven't drank like, since. Oh, man, I have not drank since. Are I, you serious? It was well over 30 shots of alcohol. Well over. Well, that's your problem. Shots. Yeah, it was well over thirty shots of alcohol. So it should have stayed steady with beer. I don't drink beer. I don't really drink well, beer like that. Or something. I don't. Oh, I, I mean, shots I, get you in trouble. Well, man. I mean, I did. I did like five Long Island iced teas, which is like five. That's five <laughs> shots of alcohol, and that's not. That's not all that I drank. I had uh, like at least two shots of Patron. I don't remember how many, but I I do remember two. Was there an occasion? 
Uh, we were my uh, my girlfriend's cousin. They did her wedding reception because it got postponed due to COVID. <laughs> I guess just so anything, you, know? you know, we just we went to John's Big Deck downtown and and uh, we we celebrated there and and then we went to Ale House over in Westport. Oh. Yeah, I, I, we ended up spending like three hundred dollars between the two places. <laughs> it was that much alcohol. I, I, it was, it was, might even closer to thirty-five shots worth of alcohol. Well, regardless, Vern was calling for a win today. Had the Royals played, I wasn't so positive because Sal Perez and Santana weren't in the lineup. But it is baseball, so weird things do happen. But I did watch the other three games of the series and wasn't so optimistic about it. But I'm glad that Sal could have played today. Wasn't gonna be in the lineup because. We need him for the home run derby. Like, you need some kind of carrot at the end of the stick. Like the 2016 All-Star game, right? Hosmer goes yard. Perez goes yard. Ned Yost was managing it. Hosmer MVP. They gave us something. It gave us a little something. Today, you got several somethings. You've got the MLB Futures game, and then you got the MLB Draft. And if you're a Suns fan, you got the Suns game. And then you got the Suns. Suns, finals, game three. Suns and four. Again, good sports day. We've got NASCAR in the afternoon. We've got a lot of stuff. Get the soccer. If you're a soccer fan, you got England and Italy. But uh, Mike Matheny played his press conference for a little bit there just to get an update on Sal Perez. But here's what he ended up saying about the second half of the season. He thinks you're going to be in for a surprise. You know, we've uh, we spend enough time um, analyzing, second guessing, deliberating on what's happened already. And, um, you know, as far as riding the ship, there's there's Man, it's amazing how how close um, so many times uh, little things would would make the conversation different. And so, uh, how do we fix those little things that become big things that end up being the determining factor of what this team um, does? And so, I'll tell you this too: uh, part of the message to this club is ex- expect uh, a really cool story. That's uh, and uh, and expect to come back here uh, and do something really special, and uh, that's my expectation. And so uh, it'll be hard not to think about the things that uh, we're going to be able to uh, to do to to make that a reality. So the thing is, Chris, it's reset the button. What do you want to see the second half of the season? Because I had a checklist for 2021. I brought it up with gold the other day. And I can't check many of the boxes. One of those boxes was, you know, Brad Keller. What kind of development can you see from him? Um, we've seen some positive starts the last two, but still incomplete on that. Hopefully he can finish the rest of the season strong. The other one was Monesty's health. Unfortunately, I had to carry that over for the next season. Can he, yeah. play, can he play at least 110 games? <laughs> incomplete. Got to check it off. And then the other one was the young guns coming up, you know, like Coar and Lynch and these guys. Well, they're back at Omaha. So that was the other thing. And then the development, of course, of Bobby Wood Jr., Nick Perlick, not expecting him this year. Would it be nice to see him get a cup of coffee? Maybe get those jitters out of the way, you know, playing them for the fans. Just be ready for 2022 because, unfortunately, I didn't want to take my 2021 checklist and go into 2022 with it. But the only box I can really check is Solaire. Like, can Solaire find that magic that he had a couple years ago with the 48 home runs? Check the box. At this point, it's no. So, and well, Dozier live up to the contract. Jury's still out. Dozier tries to change, though. I mean, I give him credit. He goes out there and he works on it. But anyway, here was Whit Merrifield when he uh, was having his press conference yesterday about um, this All-Star game and his, his journey because he has been on a journey. Let's face it. So, he didn't get that call up in September of 2016 
or uh, 15. He um, he didn't get the call up in 16. He almost his rookie year he had the he finished with 19 home runs. Only four Royals have ever hit 20 home runs and stole 30 bases. Carlos Beltran did it three times. Amos Sotis did it once. He was one home run shy, but he had to play like nine games that year in Omaha. So he didn't uh, he didn't really get to get his chance. But his journey has been a long one. Here's Whit Merrifield. It's been a crazy journey. Um, one of many ups and downs and peaks and valleys, but it's it's got me to where we're at now. And, um, you know, there's a lot I wouldn't change about it. But um, I think it's just a testament to just keeping your head down and keep and keep working. And, and um, if you do, if you work, work hard and, and do the right things and play the game the right way, uh, this game finds a way to, of rewarding you. And, um, you know, I, like I said earlier, it's just it's an incredible honor to be voted in by by fellow players to uh, to have them watch me play and appreciate the way I play and go about it and and think I'm worthy to to represent you know the American League in, in an All Star game is is uh, it's just it's an incredible incredible thing and you know I'm, I'm super blessed and grateful that that um, the guys voted me in so it's been a long journey and I hope it's a lot longer. I'm looking forward to um, many more years battling against guys in this league. And, uh, yeah, this is something I'll, I'll definitely cherish. And I appreciate every every moment, really, every day in the, in the big leagues because it's it really is a special, special place to be. And uh, I'm very fortunate to be here every day and looking forward to going to Colorado and, and experiencing the stage that the All-Star game is with the best players in the world. He also said he's going to be the towel guy for Salvador Perez at the home run derby. You know, you got to have the towel guy, your teammate, your guy going up there and trying to uh, encourage you on to Salvador Perez in the home run derby uh, tomorrow night. But coming up next, we'll finish this bad boy out with the Royals, the slate. If you're a Royals fan, even though the game's postponed, a lot to look forward to. Plus, Frank Clark news. Just hit that for a second. We'll talk much more about it tomorrow, what it means for the Kansas City Chiefs, but all that next. Game Sunday. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Extended version because the Royals would have had the Burns on deck show at 11. Well, it's just the regular version because there's normally two hours. It's the regular version. But you know what? Things are about to change because in two weeks from the day, less than two weeks, the rookies will show up to camp. Now, you can't go as a fan to, what, the 28th uh, for Chiefs training camp. They have 16 practices. You can go watch. It'll be open to the public. But I'll be in St. Joe. We'll be doing this in St. Joe, the 24th, the weekend of the 24th, Saturday and Sunday from the tent in St. Joe. So we'll keep you updated. on what I can't wait, man. Less than two weeks till, till I'm up at Chiefs training camp. You kidding me? I mean, it's what we're all waiting for. I was hoping the Royals, you know, the enthusiasm would carry over a little bit. So you're kind of watching both things. Now it's about watching the development of players. But again, as I said, if you're a Royals fan, the Futures game. Hands towards that, 2 o'clock, MLB Network. Bobby Witt Jr. leads off. You want to see Bob that they hit a home run in this game. Nick Prado's hitting fifth. He had some start. Jared Klinick, by the way, is batting second. And he's interesting because that that is he is a telltale sign of kind of like what we talk about with Wander Franco, right? Who's hitting 211, number one prospect in baseball. Because these guys aren't coming up from the minor leagues and like, oh, I'm here. It's like, oh man, this is tough. <laughs> because last year they didn't have a minor league season. They played at the alternate camp. And 
It's not just the Coar and Lynch that came up here and struggled. This is across baseball. Your number one prospect in Wander Franco isn't lighting it up. Jared Kalinick, who's in the Futures game, got sent back down after 0 for 39, and he's the fourth best prospect in baseball. That's a telltale sign of just have some patience. People forget that Hosmer and Moose could not hit until the Royals made the playoffs. Mike Trout couldn't hit. He got couldn't sent down. When he, he got came sent up. back down. Like I, like Moose got sent back down during the 2014 season. And he was Hell, Gordon barely, did too. Gordon did too. He got sent back down. Like he, we were. I mean, seriously, like Moose barely was above the Mendoza line when we when we were getting into that postseason run. And then all of a sudden, Moose and Haas started hitting like they were all stars. And, and like people forget just how just how long it took for those guys to be able to hit. And all of a sudden, they were the best hitters on the team starting in 2015. So uh, people need to people need to hold you know halt their expectations for Bobby Witt because he's probably not going to be great when he first comes up. And, you know, he adjusted himself in Arkansas. Went hot at first, then got hot. And, by the way, as, as far as the Kansas City Chiefs, Frank Clark, the charges from March came out. They haven't for the last one. Um, I, I I have a feeling he plays because I have a feeling everything's going to be tabled and pushed back towards the It's up to the commission what he does, Roger Goodell. But I'm in the camp of Melvin Ingram. I know people want Justin Houston. But, again, the Colts are going to have as much cap space as any team in the NFL at, the, at going into next season. They didn't bring Justin back. That, that, that should be a telltale sign. Now, I'm for Melvin Ingram. I've always been a big Melvin Ingram fan. I know he's hurt last year, went on the IR, but he affects the game, and he could be a situational pass rusher again. Chris, when it came down to the two, and I've always been on Melvin Ingram. Like, when they visited him, like, cool, he left without a contract. I'm like, eh, but it's not the end of the world because nobody's signing him. Maybe he won too many years. Maybe he's holding out for a situation like the Frank Clark situation. He wants to play for a contender. But with or without Frank Clark, I still wanted Melvin Ingram to give him depth in a situational pass rush. Not only that, I like to have Chris Jones on the middle a little bit more than I do with the outside. I don't, first off, we don't even know if Clark's even going to miss games. He may not. Yeah, he, he may, may not. Pushed off till the end that's of what I'm saying. It might get pushed off. You, you know how these court cases go, especially when you got money. You got money, you got a good lawyer. That means you could push this stuff off Please. or you can plea down into something that's like a misdemeanor, which I kind of feel like might be the case. So it's like, I'm not panicking about Frank right now. Um, I, I still feel like, I mean, maybe he gets suspended for four games. But just, I would have just taken Ingram with or without Frank Clark. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and I know you would not. I would have taken Melvin Ingram. I feel like them having Jones on the edge is going to be the right decision. So I'm perfectly cool with them not going out and getting Ingram or Houston See, or I'm whatever. I'm okay with that, but he was dominant in the inside. Oh, yeah. I and mean, he, Doug Farr looked at every was. single person. He was number one three technique last year. I think he's the best, second best interior pass rusher to Aaron Donald. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I think I think so too. I just feel like he might be better on the edge because he's not. He's probably not getting doubled nearly as often as he was on the inside. And if you can have that guy coming off the edge, you got Frank coming off the edge, and Jaron Reed playing in the middle there, and he's doing. And he, we already know he could be a force. I, to me, I feel like I like that situation better than Frank being on the inside. Not Frank, but uh, Chris being on the inside. It's a storyline to follow with the Chiefs. What are they going to do? I think the big storyline. And may not be to you, but it is to me. Who's going to end up being right guard? Because there's actual competition. I mean, Zach Smith. Trey Smith, I mean, can come in and make a difference. That's my favorite draft pick, by the way. Love my big boys I, I, club. I love Trey. Yeah, Trey's uh, going to be good. Did you watch him in big boys club with uh, Jeff Schwartz? No. Dude. I really like Creed Humphrey, too. He's going to be They're really nasty, good. They're nasty. See, the Chiefs have some nastiness. They have some real nastiness on the offensive line. That's what I like about they do. Trey. They do. I'm I'm a fan. I'm gonna be watching it. 
Um, be interesting. That storyline, third receiver who's going to step up and really seize that deal. By the way, Josh Vernier, uh, no no Vern today. Royals game postponed in Cleveland. Salvador Perez, home run derby tomorrow. Futures game. Nick or Bobby Witt Jr. leads off. Thanks to Kristen Ocero producing the operation. See you guys later tomorrow. Sunday. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.